how is everybody doing? Welcome on to the first episode of Talking Stocks. I'm your host here, CJ, and I'm live with uh, my co-host, Gary James. Gary, how are we doing? Everything's all good. It's a nice day here in the Motown. Skies are blue, sun's shining, and uh, ready to go. Let's uh, let's talk some business. Uh, I want to dive right into the market uncertainty, and it's been a wild couple months in the uh, the market with the election. Uh, wild stocks like GameStop, Doge Coins, the the meme coins per se. I know you are into the uh, the Doge Coin and all kinds of cryptos. So, what are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, I, I can tell you, I'm big on like the Doge Coin. You know, it, you think that it's it, it could only go up. Um, you know, Bitcoin keeps going up and down, but in reality, is if I'm just playing around, just saying an app, I want to invest some money. You know, it's it's hard for me to stomach buying a six hundred dollar stock when I feel like, you know, uh, let's look at like Doge Coin that's like five cents, and all of a sudden you're like, well, wow, I could buy ten thousand shares, and let me just sit on it for a year and just see where it goes, you know, versus going out and buying a, a two hundred dollar stock or or a five hundred dollar stock, you know, I, I I don't know, it's just more fun to me that way. Yeah, when you buy the penny stocks, it's more of a gamble. They're not established companies. They could go the other way and hit zero as well. But if they pop, you're going to make lots of money real fast. Yeah, and I don't, you know, when when I, I guess I'll clarify, sometimes I'm just looking to have fun, not necessarily say that it's my retirement money. Um, obviously, everybody with the retirement money is going to be more cautious. Uh, but, you know, in this market, it is a gamble, and it, it's just, you know, when you day trade, it's just like uh, betting on a game. You know, it's a 50 50. Who, who knows, up or down? Uh, yeah, as far as the, uh, the crypto space goes, uh, you were mentioning an article where Starbucks was starting to take Bitcoin. What do you think about that being the future of this? Well, you know, it's easy. You know, I like walking in, I always pay with the card. So uh, I hardly ever have cash. Um, you know, and when I go out, it'd be, it'd be easy to just scan my card and pay for items versus pulling out cash, uh, especially in, in this, in the environment that when people don't want it, they think money has germs or, or whatever. But I, I guess when you start doing uh, stuff without cash, people, it's easier to scam people. Um, but you have companies that are going to start accepting more and more crypto currency probably because they feel like, Hey, it's just a, they want money. They don't care where or how they just want it in their account. Well, you saw big companies like Tesla, Elon tweeted out about starting to accept it. You've seen Starbucks. And really, I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on uh, cryptocurrency, but it seems to be a way to get through and past inflation, uh, keep the money more valuable. So moving forward, I definitely think it is the uh, the way of the future here. Yeah, you know, and it is. And, and like I say, it's, it's, it's shaky right now and what you get in um, – but I mean, if you buy cryptocurrency, look at the, the cost of it and look at the cost of uh, we'll, we'll go to uh, and you don't know if it's going to go up or down. Everything is a gamble. You know, I look at some stocks I want to have fun with uh, Carnival Cruise Lines. I think I just saw it was twenty six dollars a share. Now, I remember not too long ago, you know, it was at twelve bucks. And well, here, money started to shift that way after the big tech sell off. A lot of uh, my stocks have taken a beating because I'm into the uh, the growth and the tech and advanced. Right. But you look at a travel stock, travel is picking up. But you look at Carnival, their stock has gone up in the last six to eight weeks. 
how they haven't made any money since this pandemic stuff started how how are they how are they making money and how does their stock keep going up i guess well, so it's just weird to me well it's hard too to say how how much longer are they going to go without people on their cruise lines and are we getting to that point and it's just you're betting more on the future well, I guess you are. I mean, people are traveling now. Here, we're in the United States. You know, people are, are, are staying in the States now. I mean, a lot of people, their spring break right now is going to Florida. Now, are they using uh, travel companies like Travelocity, Expedia, and stuff like that? Probably not. Uh, I think the market's becoming more uh, user-friendly for online stuff. But, again, you I, I would never have thought um, three months ago to, you know, buy Carnival. Because I figure it'd just be a dying stock, not necessarily like blockbuster, but you know, you just—it makes you wonder how long a company can survive and, and how is their stock stock so strong in this environment. So, well, when you start thinking about high growth stocks, uh, airlines come to mind, and it seems with spring break picking up here, um, there's been more and more. They're packing the planes. The social distancing has ended per se, and they seem to be getting back to normal. Yeah, they are. And you look at the—they uh, said you know it was up. You know, a million more uh, passengers this this month. So I only see, I, I think, with vaccines, uh, a travel industry. You know, the airlines. You know, those are safe bets. But you know, sometimes when it comes down to it, a good price. You know, for example, I'm a, a proponent of Ford Motor Company. You know, I do like them. They've always paid that dividend. Uh, they haven't recently. However, you know, that's a, that's a strong company that you could have got in really cheap and held on to it and kept it long-term or short-term. So what do you think about Ford as far as the long-term and shifting over to electric vehicles? I know GM seems to be the biggest uh, mover of the big three heading towards electric vehicles. They promised to uh, be all electric by 2030. Do you think Ford will be able to make that shift and even Chrysler as well? I don't know. I, to me, it seems like the bigger companies is harder to do. I don't necessarily think it's the most profitable to do. I like Ford because of the dividends. Uh, I you know, their stock is less a share, so you got more to play with. I like Ford Motor Company because it's a family company. So my reasons for liking the stock probably aren't the best reasons. But if you look at over the years, I'll give you an example. Uh, you know, I bought it just messing around years ago. Not long, less than five. Market was really low. Um, I lost, you know, over half of what I paid for. It. However, the dividends, you know, ended up making me money where, you know, it saved me. And what other company, you know, are you going to do that in General Motors? And here's another thing that's crazy is the um, uh, the pandemic started. How many people thought they were going to go out and buy cars? I read an article yesterday that used car prices are up, new car sales are up. Who would have thought that? I mean, supposedly all these jobs vanished and no one could afford anything, but yet housing is at record uh, and cars are at a record-setting pace. So who would have thought you could have got in a, a car company at half the cost? You know, recently I was in um, uh, SPEC GHIV. It's uh, Gore's Holdings, and it eventually merged and became United Wholesale Mortgage. Uh, what do you think about the mortgage industry when you talk about the housing? Are we in a bubble that's about to pop, something like 2008? Or, I mean, how do you view that moving forward? Well, you know, I thought we were already going to have the uh, mortgage pop, but... It's funny you say, you know, shore mortgage. It's here. We have it. It's uh, right here in Michigan. And I actually bought that when it came to market, thinking uh, Rock Financial 
came to market at about 20 bucks a share. It instantly pretty much went up to 30 and then it went back down. So I was hoping Shore Mortgage did the same thing because, you know, the, the earnings were three or four billion dollars. Um, for some reason, it didn't go up. So I, I don't know what is driving it, but you would think a company making three, four billion dollars a first quarter coming to market would be uh, really good. Uh, obviously, we haven't seen a slowdown. We've seen rates go up, but we have not seen the slowdown. Housing market article came out two days ago on the second. Uh, again, it was uh, absolutely crazy, set another record. So, again, it's, it seems like we're in a gamble. How do you, how can you pick and choose? I, I, I don't get it. Well, it just feels like at this point, how much higher can the housing market go? And I mean, houses are selling for 30,000, 40,000 more than what they're going on the market for. And I think a lot of people are concerned about the interest rate moving forward. Even though you see uh, two-year predictions saying they're going to stay low, it's just it's hard to keep betting that it's going to go up. Well, and again, you look at short mortgage, I'll give you an example. I don't know what I bought at $11 a share, and I thought I was getting it at a steal when they opened up to the market. And I think it's a $10 a share. Now, we have, we're, we're still setting records. Um, rates are still at all-time low. Um, profits are at all-time high. How could the stock be down? So again, I don't. How do you pick them? Everybody would have bet on them. I. It's just crazy. How how are we how are we gonna pick and, and choose? You know. Well, getting back to like even the GameStop and the meme coins and a lot of uh, money invested in good companies is coming out of that and being invested into the meme stocks. I mean, GameStop's on its way out, and money from United Wholesale could be taken out and going towards that. Yeah, and I would have never bought GameStop even at hundred dollars. People, it was still going up, still going up. It's here, it's four hundred dollars. It's just crazy. Even though I take a set amount of money just to play with, basically gambling money, but I, I don't know. I mean, people got lucky. I was hearing the stories about it, but to me, it was a dying. It's a it was a dying business, and I just couldn't. You know, I guess if you're just throwing a few hundred bucks here, oh, or whatever. It's, it's definitely not an investment. It's definitely gambling. Yeah, but it's a it, it's a gambling thing, but. I mean, who would have thought that people could have drove that stock the way they did? Yeah, it really, it shows the power of the retail investors. And, you know, you have stocks uh, like brokerages like Robinhood, Webull. I mean, it's really giving power back to the people. And the, the hedge funds are losing all the people that shorted GameStop. And it's really the retail investors sticking it to um, to the hedge fund owners. Yeah, and the hedge funds are just, they laugh and shrug it off. They're, you know, people are like, are you mad? Are you upset about it? And they're Hey, we don't really care. We already wrote it off. We're on to the next venture. So, I mean, I'm talking, you know, when we have these conversations, I'm talking for little people. I don't, you know, I'm not talking about hedge fund people. I'm looking to stuff, you know, stuff to play around. But you you got to have a, a long-term plan, a retirement plan. So when we have this discussion and things that I mentioned, those are things that I'm like, hey, I got a few thousand dollars here, a couple thousand dollars here. You know, let me just try to toy with them what is good but as i look and i think like hey let me take a thousand dollars and buy some doggy coin um initially it did really well but it's been stuck at five cents for a month and a half but i do look at stuff like uh ford motor company should you buy ford motor company is the dividend going to come back when's it going to come back and people are getting in at five dollars a share you know you weren't going to lose that money but you might have to hold on to it for a little while well, when you look back at the power of the uh, the retail investors, Robinhood is one of the um, the companies that limited buyings of GameStop, and it really felt like a slap in the face to those retail investors helping out the hedge funds, and they weren't able to 
keep pushing the price up, they weren't able to keep going with it. So a lot of people, there was uh, pushback from Robinhood. And uh, what do you think about Robinhood moving forward? Well, and then now Robinhood, they're talking about going public. I think I read something uh, last week. Um, well, I initially saw that like three months ago, but their their stock would be heavily beaten down right now. Yeah. Well, you know, like I said, I saw an article about it last week. I read the first paragraph and I got sidetracked. But you can't have, you know, Robinhood was supposed to be for the people like us, where we just go on there, get started, or you got extra money. Um, you, you can't set limits because you don't think it's fair. You don't think it's right uh, that your buddies at the hedge funds, um, because ideally you didn't set up for that. But now you see where the money came from. So you you, you want to cater. Well, they're going to lose $3 billion, and they're kind of like our investor here. So I'm kind of irritated with that. But, you know, maybe another company will come out down the uh, – you know, somewhere down the pipe and, and just leave it to be an open uh, free fall. That's what I really would like to see. It's just hard because, you know, the government, we want this capitalistic society where it's a free and open market. And it takes away from that when uh, these bigger corporations are protecting the hedge fund owners that are losing out on billions. Yeah. And Robin Hood was started by, you know, a group of people that, did, that initially they weren't like that. But once they started making millions of dollars, they, you know, all said, uh oh, let's let's do we got to hold. We don't want, you know, our advertisers that are spending millions now and those who those hedge fund people are. So that is irritating. I think they tried to recover from that. But, you know, you I, I, I and I'll throw something else out there. I'm also into that uh, acorns, um, you know, where, you know, your loose change goes to that. So that's a company that, you know, if you wanted to, I, I feel like when I look at that, my return on that's been 20 percent. So if I really wanted something safe, I could just say, you know what, let me take my $5,000, throw my acorns, and then they automatically set it for you. So, you know, I think you got two different people. You got some people that are safe and want to save money, and then people that just want to gamble. Like they just see a game on them, like, let's gamble. But we need a company that won't set limits like Robinhood did. I think some people, that's a turnoff, and they won't go back to Robinhood. So hopefully a new platform will come up. Uh, well, you talk about uh, people being safe with their money. And what I've found recently is, especially in the SPAC market, where uh, mergers are going down, that seems to be the place to be, and they're heavily beaten down. Uh, for instance, I got into ACIC, which is a Airbus company. And basically, they're moving towards like flying taxis. But with these SPAC mergers, they have a bottom line of $10 until the merger. So if you buy it 10 10 or so, the lowest it's getting is $10. So it's a 1% risk. Or possibly a, a 10% gain in a short amount of time. Well, I haven't, I don't know a lot about that. So I hate to, you know, speak on it. So I guess I'll have to look, but I don't know. It's, when we talk about these apps and what we're doing, like, I just want to have fun doing it. And, and sometimes you gotta, I don't have time to look at things all day to see where the market's going to be. Um, but I want to have fun. I don't want to, I don't want it to be that serious. Um, Especially, let's say, if you're 20, 25, you know, who cares? Have fun. You know, when you take your big money, you know, put it and start getting smarter and, and you want to buy certain things. Devise into ETFs maybe as a safer route. Uh, ARK and Kathy Wood just released a holding with uh, a new space innovation uh, ETF. So I was kind of surprised looking at some of the stocks that were included there. They included a company called, let's see here. Trimble, it's their actually their largest holding, uh, 8%, but it's a space ETF, but 
This company goes mainly, mainly on agriculture, building, construction, software. So they really devised that uh, portfolio to try and keep it safe for investors. But my overall thoughts, what do you think about space moving forward and the future of that? Well, I mean, just what you just said, think about it. Um, in 2008, that stock would have been bankrupt. So you could try to com combine everything together or basically they diversified their company to try to get their foot into anything in case one struggled, one could keep them afloat. But nothing is going to stop the market we had in 2008. Um, so is it safe on their part, you know, the last couple of years doing it? Absolutely. But going forward, I don't, I don't know if I'm a big fan of that. You know, I'm always a big fan of technology. Uh, I don't know. Um, you know, you can't keep your hands in too many cookie jars or, you know, how is it going to work? So, you know, I, I don't know about stuff like that. Uh, yeah, even with some of the bigger companies, they'll face risk coming forward with Amazon, Netflix, uh, other things moving forward. Uh, it seems even though they're the bigger companies, it's something to keep an eye on. Uh, we're not sure if we're in the early stages of a recession. I know the market has been extremely bearish lately and moving forward. So, I mean, we just got to have to see how that all plays out. Yeah, and I, you know, Amazon, I love Amazon. I mean, they seem to come out with stuff like they're futuristic. You know, you'll think about something all of a sudden two months later, like, wow, Amazon's doing that. I mean, it's just crazy that what, what they come up with. Now, when you start saying like Netflix and stuff like that, you know, Netflix was the big company, but, you know, I wonder, it was, it was funny because someone said they went to Redbox the other day. And I was like, what do you mean you went to Redbox? Well, we drive with the Redbox. We get a movie out of the machine. I was like, what? Is that a thing still anymore? And I remember driving by one that's close to the house. So I didn't really think about it, but I drove by it the other day. The machine is still there. And I'm like, wait a minute. I watch television. My TV's got an app for Redbox. So, I mean, I could drive to Redbox and save a dollar. But, you know, for a, a dollar, why would I want to get off my couch? But, you know, you got Hulu. You know, that's going to be a, that's a cutthroat market coming up. You know, you got Netflix, Hulu. It is just full of competition. Yeah, it is. And then you look at AT&T, you look at Xfinity, uh, Redbox, you know. Redbox would have been good, but now, you know, when I looked, I think their movies were three bucks. They used to be a dollar. So I know prices go up, but you can't be Redbox and claim that have cheap dollar movies. But all of a sudden now you go online and look and it's $4 for a movie. And you look at Amazon, it's $4 for a movie. Who am I going to go with? I'm going to go with Amazon. Because to me, they're my favorite. They got two-day shipping. They got everything. So why am I going to go with uh, uh, Netflix? And, and Yeah, you especially know? when you can have that information or the movie or entertainment you want instantly. Instead of driving up to that red box and grabbing the DVD and who knows how long DVDs are going to be around. For. Right. And is it going to be nostalgic, like walking out to my driveway and picking up a newspaper? This. Or can I just lay in bed and, and read the news on my phone? Yeah, I mean, the technology has just advanced so far. I mean, even look at, like, uh, going to the grocery store. There's apps like Walmart has. You can just pick up the groceries, and it, they're making things as simple as possible. And I think the the pandemic only rushed that when people don't want to go out or they want stuff just delivered. So I feel like that has uh, increased the innovation level. Well, it has. And, and to give you an example, it was something silly, or, uh, the, not the smoke detector, but uh, the, the, the carbon monoxide detector went off. A couple weeks ago, and I was like, "Man, that's not good." It was like eight o'clock at night, and I'm thinking, "Well, change the battery still went off." So I just got on Lowe's and went through their app real quick. I bought one, 
and it was like 8.30 at night. And I don't know, they were open until 10 o'clock or something. But um, bought it online. They put it in a freaking locker. Can you believe it? A locker. Pulled up to the front, jumped out, went inside, hit the four-digit code on a locker. It opened, and there's my CO2 detector. We never even got in the parking spot. We just grabbed it out of the locker, and we left. It was the craziest thing ever. Yeah, just it seems things are moving that way where everything is instant. You can get what you want immediately. And um, I think companies like that, Walmart and Amazon and the companies that continue to adapt to the future, those are the ones to be investing in for the uh, the long term and long haul. Yeah, and Amazon, you wonder, I, you know, I was laughing at them not too long ago where they said that, you know, they'd have drone deliveries. But it still seems laughable to me. But until 10 years from now, it's, your packages are being right. delivered. I mean, what I've seen out of Amazon – I don't know, you know, so again, by far, I think Amazon's one of the best companies you'll find. Uh, well, that should conclude episode one of Talking Stocks. Uh, thanks for coming on and talking. It was a good time having you guys. Yep, and uh, everybody have a great week and uh, enjoy your Easter weekend, and we'll uh, we'll talk soon. Anybody think of any questions or anything as we're going through the broadcast, just type it in the chat, whatever. And then next broadcast, we'll bring it up or we can discuss about it. So uh, just let us know what you're thinking. Thanks, everybody. Yep. Thank you, as always. See you.